Jesus said to his disciples, The Son of Man must suffer greatly and be rejected by the elders, the chief priests, and the scribes, and be killed and on the third day be raised. Then he said to all, If anyone wishes to come after me, he must deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. For whoever wishes to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will save it. What profit is there for one to gain the whole world and yet lose or forfeit himself? The Gospel of the Lord. Among all the religions that we experience in our world, you know, Muhammad and Buddhism and, and uh, Confucius, all of these world religions, you know, Muhammad eventually turned to military might and Buddha and Confucius turned to other ways. But we look at Jesus Christ and Jesus turned into the cross. He turned into human suffering. He turned into death. And either he's crazy or he's God. Because he's the only one that walks right into the darkest of darkest places, death. And so as we look at our readings today, we see Jesus inviting us as his followers to enter into death with him. Take up your cross and follow me, he says, daily. Not just once, but daily we take our cross up to follow Him. And so, our first reading speaks about how God wants to give us life and prosperity. And He speaks about, in order to be blessed by the blessings of new life and prosperity, in order to enter into the promised land, we must obey the commandments of the Lord God which He gives to us. And if we want to experience the curse of death, then we basically disobey His commandments. So, we look at these readings today as we begin our Lenten journey, these next 40 days, and the Lord kind of really basically frames our mission and our goal, which is to follow Him. And to follow Him, it's to take up our cross, to deny ourselves. So for us to enter into new life, we have to obey the commandments of God. So as we go through these 40 days of Lent, we might look at our lives and examine our lives in light of the revealed law of God, which came through the Ten Commandments. And then we see where we fall short of loving God and our neighbor. And then it's there that we see the need for self-denial. Because to take up your cross and follow Jesus is basically to love as He loves. And when we love as He loves, it requires us to deny ourselves of our fleshly desires or our lower-based carnal desires or appetites, which often lead us to serving self rather than others. So to serve the Lord, to serve the Lord... As he says, if we want to save our life, then we will lose it. He says, to save your life, you will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake 
we'll save it. What profit is there for one who gained the whole world and yet forfeit or lose himself? So today, our hope is in the Lord. It says, blessed are they who hope in the Lord because it's the Lord who gives us the model and an example of what it means to follow Him and love Him. But He also doesn't just leave us with the Ten Commandments, as right? He gives us in the New Testament the power to follow the Ten Commandments. We say the power of the Holy Spirit has been given and poured out into the church so that we can follow the Lord, so that we can walk in His way, so that we, like Jesus, can enter into darkness, suffering, and death. And we don't enter it for the sake of itself. We don't enter suffering and death for the sake of suffering and death. The reason of entering suffering and death, the reason that I deny my life and give up my life and lay down my life is because I want to save souls and I want to give glory to the Father. That's not me. St. Paul says, it's no longer I who live, it's Christ who lives in me. So as you and I pray and we fast and we give, give alms, the Spirit of God is freer to bring Jesus into our lives and let Jesus live through our lives, the Eucharist, to let Jesus say through our lives, this is my body given up for you, this is my blood poured out for you. And we are then truly doing what He asked us to do in remembrance of Him, so that when others see us and experience us, through our prayer, fasting, and almsgiving, they don't see us, they see Christ. They see the body of Christ. And the body of Christ has one intent in mind, to save souls and in doing so to give glory to the Father. He's not worried about whether he's, his flesh is satisfied. He's not worried about whether people care or agree with what he thinks or what he's doing or what he says. Jesus is single-minded in his mission. And if we read in Isaiah, I encourage you to read Isaiah 53. It's the suffering servant. And we read in Philippians, Though he was in the form of God, he did not deem equality with God, something to be grasped at. Rather, he emptied himself, took the form of a slave. He's a servant of the Father. And so for us to experience the promised land, which is heaven, for us to experience life in the Spirit, in the Spirit, it's important for us to amp up our prayer life, to amp up our fasting, and to amp up our almsgiving. Because that is what allows those exercises of our soul allow the Holy Spirit again to move in us and to be freer to make the Word flesh through us. And, and, and soon we will hear the words, Deliver us, Lord, from evil, we pray. Deliver us, Lord, from every evil, we pray. The evil of sin that we ask God to deliver us from through grace, that evil is simply not being who we were created to be. So to have life to the full, to begin life here on earth, to, to start tasting heaven here and now, right now on earth, is to experience grace perfecting our fallen, broken human nature. And we start to experience life to the full. This is what makes Christianity so beautiful. Because it's through entering death sacrificing self that you actually find yourself. 
And that's why the world just can't grasp it. Because only the Holy Spirit can say Jesus is Lord. And only when we're filled with the Holy Spirit will we allow the Lord to continue His saving mission through us by laying His life down continually and offering His sacrifice continually through us in our participation at the Mass. So, when you're out in the world and you're doing whatever you're doing, when you're laying your life down, you're actually living the Eucharist and you are delivering the world from evil at that very moment because you're participating in Christ's mission. So we ask God for this grace and we today say celebrate St. Polycarp who was a martyr for the Lord. And we need martyrs today. So let's ask God for the grace to be martyrs in our daily lives. Whether it be a white martyrdom or a red martyrdom, let the Lord decide for us. It is not a human.